BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, and welcome to The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. Most people who meet me are surprised to learn that I'm actually kind of a huge zombie person. Like, in the end of the world kind of way, the normal way. I don't have pictures of zombies in my apartment or anything. So when you know this about me, then you can pretty much guess that, yes, I do love the series The Walking Dead. Now, I must say, here and now, I have to confess something. I'm not really into the comics that the show is based on. I can actually literally feel the comic book nerds getting angry at me right now. It's just that there are too many of them. They're too long. I don't know. I can't keep up. It's just too much. I'm a TV person. Just give me a thing. Give me a TV show. I want to be entertained. Anyway, when Jeffrey Dean Morgan landed on the scene as Negan in The Walking Dead, you could just feel how seismic of a shift his introduction was to the series. You know, this guy is going to be bad. You just knew it. You knew he was bad. And you knew he was going to do some really bad things. And well, he did bad things. Over the course of the series, Morgan's Negan and Maggie, who's played by Lauren Cohen, they had to come to some kind of a truce. You see, he needed to calm down and stop killing all the living people. And she needed to accept that, sure, he killed her husband and everything, but It was only because he's a bad guy, and that's what bad guys do, but she needs his help. So now we find them in the new spinoff series, The Walking Dead, Dead City. It's two years later, and Negan has seen some things, and Maggie needs Negan's help. Being the zombie freak that I am, I wanted to know more about where Negan is now in this new spinoff series. So who better to talk to about it than Negan himself? So today I'll be chatting with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Now let me just say, He says what he can about the new series, but obviously it's limited. But really, I stayed for that voice. I mean, the way Jeffrey talks, it's like this Western. He's in a Western or something. It's very just it's just a great voice. I want him to read me a lullaby, which, of course, would only lead to me having nightmares. But it's worth it. It's worth it. Wow. I'm sick. Anyway, so go on and grab a snack because I will be right back with Jeffrey Dean Morgan from The Walking Dead, Dead City. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The new series looks so good. It is so, like, highly anticipated, tight-lipped. Like, there's so much we want to know, and there's probably so little you can talk about. But (laughs) I had to ask, like, what can you say about it? I mean, nothing. Uh, (laughs) Unfortunately, it's the kind of the thing with everything I do is I'm not allowed to talk about it, which is horrible, because then we have to do press, and you don't know what to say. Um, 
what I can say is kind of what we all know and what we've kind of gathered from, uh, you know, trailers and, and, uh, you know, talks that we've given at uh, various things that, um, Maggie and Negan are, she needs him, uh, to help get her son back because the person that has taken her son was an underling of Negan before we've ever met him before. Uh, so we'll learn a little bit more about Negan's life, uh, pre walking dead, I guess, uh, kind of post here's Negan episode pre walking dead in the clearing, uh, with baseball bat. Uh, we'll learn a little bit more about that. And, and I think the key is the New York city of it all and, and being in, in that setting, um, it makes it a whole new kind of exciting show. I, I hope <laughs> Yeah, that that is, I mean, that was one thing I wanted to ask you about New York is like, I mean, that's one of the things that I always thought, especially when I started watching walking dead, I was like, don't stay in the woods. I want to see the big, like the Atlanta episode was just whenever they went into Atlanta, I was blown away by it. So the fact that you're going into New York city, the city of all cities, it's kind of like the ultimate zombie in a way. How does setting the series in New York city sort of add a different element and flavor to the walking dead. Well, in, in every way that you can imagine. I mean, I knew I always wanted to take it to uh, an urban setting. I thought that, you know, after 10 years of being in the woods um, that it was, and, and you're right. Those episodes that took place in like season one and two, where they were in Atlanta were great. And it brought a whole new kind of, uh, element of fear and and excitement to the show and uh, so when this idea came up it was like a no-brainer for me just let's see that world and let's see you know new york city and the iconic landmarks of of new york city uh and what they would look like uh in in this apocalyptic world you know what does the the madison square garden or the statue of liberty or you know walking down fifth avenue what does that feel like um and it feels about as exciting as as it it could uh while we were filming um unfortunately what's really hard in doing a show like this was it's really hard to shut down streets in new york city um age them properly and have walkers you know running around because new york city doesn't stop they're not and they're certainly not going to stop for a tv show people have tried it a million times and it's impossible to do uh unless you've got a budget like um you know the show i always thought of was i am legend uh mm. the will smith movie yeah uh it was that type of a deal but you know they they had they had millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> i know as we did not but <laughs> um so we had to shoot you know we ended up shooting a lot of stuff uh, like in Newark, um, uh, you know, streets, uh, intimate little settings. And then, and then we would go into New York for, for big stuff and usually at night. Um, and then, but the, the, the job that, that the folks did with like the visual effects and making the city look, you know, crumbly and yeah. falling I think they did an amazing job because that always worries you, uh, you know, when you're in one of these productions, how will that look and and what will the final look of the show be? And um, I think it's uh, 
I think it's very exciting. I, I'm 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 excited to see what the heck's going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, I was there. <laughs> yeah, I, it was so funny. I was like, I was literally thinking shooting this show in New York City or in like the New York metro area, and how because I mean, I lived in New York for a long time. Like, I know how jaded New Yorkers are. They're probably going to see an extra in a zombie outfit and just be like, "It's Tuesday." It's just, yeah, yeah, that's it's, right, that's it, right. It's just Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, I mean, there was. There was an element, I think, of people when we did shoot in the city, we got quite a crowd in Jersey as well. Um, yeah. uh, you know, a hundred people showed up for for shooting um, wow. just to watch. And, and I've never quite understood how exciting it could be watch, to watch us film for, you know, 13 hours. But I'll be damned if people didn't sit there and, and uh, enjoy themselves. And I always made a point of going over and. And thanking them and saying hi and doing pictures or whatever I could with them because yeah. it's cool. And we are shooting in their backyard and we are interrupting people's days. And, yeah, you know, uh, but I remember shooting years ago in New York uh, doing, uh, you know, different projects and people would like throw bottles at you from yeah. roofs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like a war zone, um, which probably helped us here. But um, people were very kind to us um when we were shooting and there was a couple points where we shut down you know half of the financial district for a couple nights um and people were very cool about it um we didn't get bottles tossed at us or anything i was surprised yeah i remember being in new york and having that experience of they put that notice on the building that they'll be filming in front of your building and i was so angry because i had a busy week and then i went outside and i saw sarah jessica parker and i was like okay I'll deal with it. It's, it's okay. Oh, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. I'm sure they had this yeah, yeah. similar thing yeah. with this series too. Well, that's one thing I wanted to also ask you about. Like your character is so intense in a scary slash, like you want to be friends with them, but you don't because you don't know what's going to happen to you if you are kind of way, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. And well, good. I'm glad you think so. Yeah. Like how, and also, I mean, your relationship with with Maggie on the show, it's so it's such a complicated, nuanced relationship with so much history. How does that like evolve over this new series? Well, I think, you know, how we left it in The Walking Dead was there was sort of an uneasy truce, right? Um, you know, I think she accepted the fact that uh, he could be there longer. He wasn't going to go anywhere. And she sort of says to him, fine, you can live in this community um but don't expect a lot from me but you know at, at least he didn't think and and she even says something to the effect that you know I'm not going to kill you at this point you know that's mm. that's over now this show picks up 2 years later and i think what's happened in those 2 years it, with maggie is that she's unable to make peace and negan's gone you know he Negan walks off in the walking dead and he's literally gone. Um, so where he's been in the last two years, we'll find out, um, in in the, in dead city. But, but in those two years, I think Maggie is, it, it hasn't gotten easier for Maggie and even Negan out of her eyesight hasn't helped things. And when she discovers that, you know, Negan has ties with this man that's taken her son. I think as much as she needs his help, it puts her in a position where she remembers why she hates this guy and, and right in her face. Uh, it, it's not going to go away. I, 
I have to be there. Right. Um, And so, you know, look, it's dealt with the best that they can deal with it. Uh, Negan at the same time is kind of fucking over it. He's like, okay, well, you want my help. I will help you. But why do I still have to sleep with one eye open? You know what I mean? And he does. So their relationship, it, it doesn't get easier. And it, and it also probably doesn't help that Negan is probably, well, he has what's happened to him in the last two years and just his survival mechanism has made him probably take a couple steps backwards from where we saw him in The Walking Dead yeah. uh, as far as his redemption and trying to do right by people. Um, there is some of the old Negan is back. Um, and, and that's how he survives. You know, he's, um, you know, his deal has always been a bit of a showman and not afraid of violence. And I think that that has served him well in this apocalyptic world. And, and since we've last seen him, he's not doing great. Um, and some of these qualities that, uh, that Maggie hates the audience is torn 50, 50 on. Um, yeah. and a lot of those are back and we will find out why. And he, but he uses those to try to get the job done. Um, so Maggie's torn. Maggie's yeah. in a rough position. Um, she wants her son back, but she's got to depend on someone that killed her husband. And he is kind of the old Negan and she sees, those glimpses of the old Negan. And that is very hard for her to deal with. I mean, that's like the setup for the most delicious drama ever working with (laughs) the killer of your husband. What Negan is such a complicated character in that it could easily be just, he's this like gruff, angry, violent person. And you could just play it that way, but you don't play it that way. It feels like there's layers to him. How did you find your version of Negan? Well, I thought it was very important that, you know, more than any other character, I think that Negan really just comes from the pages of the comic books. Um, And really, it's almost like Negan was in a different show when he first came on, you know, Uh, you know, with his leather coat and the showmanship of it, all his red scarf. There was just something about him that, was it from a different world than everybody else was? And I thought it was important to kind of bring that back a little bit. And at the same time, you know, I had the here's Negan comic book that kind of explained to me why and who he became the man he was, but I never knew that we were going to shoot here's Negan. And believe me, I was saying from the jump, Hey, let's do this so we can show his backstory. But when you're servicing 30 characters in a show, uh, you know, it's really hard to, you know, get the writers to give you an episode or the showrunners. And, 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 you know, that's what the pandemic did for me. It let me go back in time. But before we had done that, what was most important to me was that he wasn't one note. It would have been really easy to be that same guy that walks out of the RV on day one and been him throughout. And, and I was him for the better part of two, three years, you know? Um, And and then a lot of conversations with uh, Scott Gimple, um, you know, how can, how can we show other sides to Negan um, 
or you know the the humanizing side of him i mean a villain that's interesting is is a villain that you can understand why he became a villain you can yeah. see you know because negan to him he's not a villain um you know he's about saving and protecting his people yeah. um you know, I've always said that had we started with Negan's story and been following him from the beginning of the show, he would have been the hero. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can go back and I can say I can make excuses for why Negan did what he did to our group of heroes um, with them going and killing a bunch of their of his people while they slept. Mm-hmm. But that falls on deaf ears when you're talking to the Walking Dead fans. They don't yeah. want to hear that. Um, but to me, that helped. That helped Jeff decide and make choices for Negan. And yeah. and luckily, uh, Scott Gimple and Angela Kang and, and uh, everybody else involved understood where I kind of was coming from and how important I thought it was to show the glimpses of this guy, whether it be, you know, his conversations with kids were always not on par with his conversations with Rick. You yeah. know what I mean? They yeah. were, he was a completely different human being. Well, why is that? And how can I show that? And it was always little glimpses. Yeah. Um, sometimes people noticed it. Sometimes people didn't. But for me, it was important to see why this guy became the guy he did and that he wasn't a bad guy. Yeah. Um, not always a bad guy. Uh, it's just that when he does things that are violent, or he does things to make a point. There's a lot of showmanship involved and they're violent and they are fast. Um, and he does a lot of talking. Yeah. You know, the dude doesn't shut up. No. <laughs> so anytime I could have him not talk, which wasn't very often. I mean, the only scene I can remember doing where he didn't say a word was the last scene with Maggie sitting mm. by that fire. And for the first time, I thought it was really important that he just listened. Yeah. yeah. And took it in and understand and listen to what she was actually saying. Um, and I think that was incredibly important. Now we cut to two years forward and, you know, Negan's kind of, uh, yeah. well, he's, he's gone back a bit. Yeah. yeah he's gone back a bit. Yeah, definitely. But that's, but that's what's so exciting is that there's just so, and I think that's what was so exciting and why when you entered the original series, the walking dead, it was, so seismic. I mean, your character, the, the anticipation for this character from Walking Dead fans was huge. And yeah. I mean, everyone likes a hero. Sure. It's like Little Mermaid's fun if it's just Ariel, but it's not fun if you don't have Ursula trying to steal something from her. Like That's you right. need Ursula sure. to steal something from her. And it's, right. the, it's the same thing with Negan. We need Negan to sort of get in there and pardon my French, but fuck the whole things up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get, get some things going. And when Agreed. you when you entered Walking Dead, I, like I said, it was so seismic. <laughs> How strange was it for you to sort of enter this show that was already massive and this character with this anticipation was already so big? Like, how did you handle entering a show midway and sort of find your own place within it? And then, of course, stay as long as you have now. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, originally I think it was uh, they, they wanted me for, you know, they wanted me to guarantee that I would give them. I believe it was two or three seasons because I'd been doing these kind of uh, hit and run yeah. bits on shows. I'd go and uh, I, I did a show called extant and I signed for one year. And then I went to the good wife and I signed for one year and it's just sort of so I could keep 
doing different things. I think more than anything, I enjoyed doing different roles for different. But anyway, so the Walking Dead called and uh, my agent calls and she goes, hey, uh, Walking Dead called and they have offered you this role of the big bad. And that was the exact words. And they wouldn't they didn't know Walking Dead wouldn't tell us the name of the character. But I'm a fan of the show. I know I I watch The Walking Dead every week and I knew exactly who it was. It wasn't even a question. I'm like, oh, it's fucking Negan. Yeah. Um, and it was. And as soon as I knew that, it was a no brainer. Because at that time, uh, there was a couple other opportunities. One being, you know, the good wife could continue on. Um, and they wanted me to stay if they were going to keep on going. And, and, uh, I, I knew immediately, I was like, well, it's, I, I'm going to go do this walking dead thing. I, I knew, um, years before I was at San Diego comic con and the comic book had just come out that introduced Negan. And I had, you know, more than a couple people come out to me and said, Hey, have you read? Cause I'm a geek and I read all the comic yeah. books and, um, have you seen the new Walking Dead? They've introduced this new character, and I hadn't, but I immediately went and bought it. And I was like, oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. I mean, in the comic book, it was all fuckity fucks. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. it was like, you know, you could see where this could potentially go. Um, but so, yeah. So, Jeff, we want you for two or three years. And I was like, well, and it was away from my family in Georgia. And so that worried me. Um, but I was like, fuck it. This is a great show. Uh, this is an incredible character. I never knew until it was announced and it was announced when I was on the plane going to Georgia to shoot the the opening scene for Negan. Yeah. Uh, I was in the middle of shooting the good wife and managed to get two days off that I could go shoot this. And we shot nights and I remember I got on the plane to go to Georgia to meet everyone for the first time. Um, and by the time I landed, it had been announced that I'd been cast as Negan. And it was craziness from then on. It was just crazy. And I yeah. look and I was a fan of the show, but I I didn't know it would be that insane and, and in a good way. I mean, it was just everybody wanted to talk about it. And, and they were. And and then so for like the first time, I was like, shit. I got a 12 page monologue to do this introduction for this character is really tricky um, with a bunch of actors that I don't really know. I'd known Norman for a while, yeah. but, and I'd worked with Lauren on like Batman, Superman or whatever it was. And, um, but otherwise I really didn't know anybody there uh, other than like talking to Gimple on the phone a couple of times about the, you know, the, with the words I was saying, yeah. And it was just, it was great. It was just, I remember two nights of it just being so exciting and, yeah. and, and, uh, and knowing and feeling it. And just, I mean, like I knew, like as soon as I walked out of the RV door on my first take and ran through 12 pages of monologue without fucking missing a beat. Yeah. I knew they knew that this was going to be a, a long relationship. And, and it turned out that uh, they're a super cool cast uh, and they took me in immediately. I mean, uh, I still have a message from Andy Lincoln on that very first night that 
he called me at like, you know, 7 a.m. We had wrapped it like 6 a.m. And he left me like a a four minute voice message, uh, you know, kind of welcoming to the family. And I saved it. I still have it. Wow. Uh, but it meant the world to me. And and, you know, it, it was a ride. I wouldn't I wouldn't still be here if it hadn't if it hasn't been you know, one of the coolest experiences of my work life. Um, yeah. I think between the people and the material and the writing, um, it, it, I just feel incredibly blessed to be able to play what I think is one of the coolest villains in the history oh, of film. Yeah. When I saw Negan kill Glenn, I was like, I was angry at you, but I also was like, this dude is cool. I want to see more of this dude. <laughs> um, so my last question for you, not about yeah. Walking Dead, but you have, and this is sort of the other thing, like this character, Negan is such a career stamping character. It's you, You're going to yeah. be known for Negan forever now. And then later this year, you have The Boys coming out, which is exciting, yeah. or the, this new season of The Boys. How do you sort of approach doing a different kind of role like in The Boys and do you ever worry about sort of like Negan following you into all the other roles that you do? Are people expecting a little dose of Negan somewhere? They do. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, you know, even with the boys, I, there was, I, I would get the script and be like, Oh my God, I've said this fucking exact thing. Um, <laughs> I think that people that are the, you know, the writers and stuff have this, image and they know Negan so well that they almost can't help it. I mean, there's the same mannerisms and, you know, I talked to like Kripke before uh, I started the boys um, who I've known for years. And it's like, we're going to stay away from Negan. (laughs) And yet the scripts come or whatever. And I'm like, Oh man, there's, that's a fucking Negan moment for sure. Yeah. Um, I think he will follow me forever. I think that people write scenes. I mean, even on the show now, even on The Walking Dead for years, you know, new directors would come in and they'd want to have their Negan moment. And I'd be like, no, 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 no. We're we're trying to do this like redemption arc, you know, let's, <laughs> you know, and they all, everybody wanted, you know, that, that Negan thing. Yeah. Um, and it was it was a constant like conversation like yeah. You, yeah you guys we have to pull it back here I'm not and they're like no we want more more but and I think it's going to happen with everything yeah. I, I I don't see that going away for a while I will make conscious efforts to be very unnegan like but he'll <laughs> sneak in I mean he's yeah. just you, you play a character for so long and really it's the only thing I've done and the last eight years, there hasn't been a lot of time for anything else yeah. um, other than Negan. Um, I, I find myself talking to my five-year-old and I lean back and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but yeah. I mean, it's like Jack Nicholson with the shining. It's such a perfect performance that you're going to see it whenever he does anything scary for the rest of his career. You're going to see yeah. that character and it's exciting to see. It's fun. We yeah. want it because you made it so perfect. It is. It's a fun character. And I thank you for for appreciating uh, and saying it's perfect. I don't know about that. I think it can always be better. Um, But yeah, it's going to be hard for the rest of my life to ever shed 
completely Negan for I don't care what yeah. that, I could do a fucking love story and there's gonna be a fucking <laughs> Negan moment you know there is just don't pick up any more bats just stay away yeah, from yeah, bats yeah, yeah. try to keep away career. from the bats yeah <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for taking the time to do this I really do appreciate thank it it's you. been a great time chatting oh, with you thank you Alan I much appreciate it yeah. thank you brother you see what I mean about his voice it's just so good oh it's so good Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And thanks for listening to The Parting Shot. You know what to do. Go leave that rating and review. It really does help. I know I say it at the end of every episode, but it's important. Leave the review. For the latest news and podcasts, go to Newsweek.com. And you can subscribe to my newsletter for the culture, which is fun. And I give you all kinds of information for the week that you just need to know at the water cooler. If anyone actually is hanging out at the water cooler anymore. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day. Being a staple in American media for over 90 years, Newsweek now brings you an exceptional lineup of podcasts. The debate. They'll recognize how these policies aren't working. They'll feel the pain and they'll change their behavior. The Josh Hammer Show. Restore the principles and the political paradigms of the American founding. The Crystal Knight Show. Just because officers are black doesn't mean that the policing system still isn't inherently racist. Fast women. Chevy's actually doing really well and Honda's really not. Wow. (laughs) It's like the opposite of most people's perception of them. It is. The Parting Shot. Every year when the new nominations are announced, I get this excited, nostalgic feeling, and it brings out that little kid in me who just loved movies. The Royal Report. Harry and Meghan's head of comms has announced they now move forward to their kind of future outside the royal family. Newsweek Podcasts. New episodes drop weekly. Download or listen now at Newsweek.com or wherever you get your podcasts.